Hey guys, it's Jen, and this is The Next Delicious Thing. This week's episodes mark the first and last time that I will record in a restaurant when there are other people there. Schoolgirl error. You can see I haven't been podcasting for very long. I am really sorry about the sound in this week's episodes. And yes, I said episodes. I recorded two interviews at Tockless Restaurant, which is on the Strand, or kind of off the Strand, in the West End of London. And one is with the head baker, Janine Edwards, and the other one is chatting with Emma Pudge and Manon Legreve. You might know both of them from Instagram. Today, I'm releasing the interview with Janine. If you have any thoughts about becoming a baker, then Janine's story may put you off. But um, I think she loves it. She definitely sounds like she loves it. So you'll hear a little bit about what it's like to be a baker and also about how Tockless do things differently from a wholesale bakery, um, how generally retail is different from wholesale and what is particularly special about Tockless. After the interview, I'll be back to tell you two of the things I ate in the last week, which you need to add to your list. I ate a lot of things, but there are only two that I would say you really want to go and try. In tomorrow's episode, also recorded in the restaurant with some very loud background noises, I'm chatting with Emma and Manon about what we love at Tockless and also some other recommendations which includes Manon's recommendations for French food in London. All of these will be available on thenextdeliciousthing.com. So you can head there if you'd like the list. You can also read the transcript of either interview if this feels too painful for your ears. I'm really sorry if it does. I promise I will get better at the sound. I've got more exciting interviews coming up for you in future weeks and I will make sure they are recorded in quiet places. But for now... Here's my interview with Janine. Welcome to The Next Delicious Thing. I am at Tockless Restaurant with Janine Edwards, the head baker. Hi. Thanks for joining me. (laughs) Uh, So I thought we'd take the advantage of having her time for a few minutes to ask her a couple of questions because you've heard me talk about Tockless before. I love everything that I've tried here. So especially the biscuit, which I've mentioned many times. It's on on my list of like top chocolate biscuits in London. Uh, So... How long have you been a baker? Uh, it's going on five years now, I think. Five years. Five years. Yeah, I was a chef before. So oh, okay. A natural transition. What made you switch from being a chef to a baker? Um, I, kind of, I kind of always romanticized baking, and I think it's, you know, it was inevitable. <laughs> it's eventually going to end up that way. Um, I just, yeah, I guess working in restaurants ran its course, and I wanted to, yeah, explore the baking world a bit more. Did it fulfill your romantic expectations? Yes, yeah, I did. I mean, the early mornings are something to get used to. But... You have to get up in the middle of the night, don't you? Yeah, yeah that was the beginning. It was a complete like, opposite switch around from restaurants. Um, yeah. But I guess depending on the bakery you work at, it can get easier. And we only start at 5 a.m. now. so Only 5 a.m.? Yeah. It's, it's easier than 11, a. 11 p.m. at night. You know? Yeah, I was going to ask, like, <laughs> like, a lot of times bakers like, have to wake at 11 or 2 a.m. to yeah. get in at 2 quite frequently. Often, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was my first bakery I worked at, which was but more wholesale production. And then, yeah, you've got to obviously get everything ready before it goes off to the various cafes and restaurants and stuff. So. Yeah. What were you, are you happy to share? Which one that was? Yeah, um, Little Bread Peddler. So oh, okay. that's essentially where I trained up to be a baker. And then um, from there, I moved on to Rye by the Water before coming here. So. And 
what's your favorite kind of thing to bake? Is it binwazri or bread or? Oh, I like I love both for different reasons. I think I, I feel with bread you're constantly learning. Like every day, the, the dough is different, so you have to kind of it gets a bit more intuitive. And then I like the precision that comes with pastries. Um, I prefer like the vinoiseries out of it rather than maybe I don't know, like this beautiful layered like a foil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how many are in the team here then? Uh, three of us. Three of you. Oh, you just quite a lot. The three of you. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite diverse as well. That's that's what's been quite challenging. Is very different skill sets in terms of I have to draw on my chefing background for like the savory sandwiches and stuff and then obviously the breads very different way of working and thinking to the pastries so and are you connected to the restaurant as well uh we are in that we supply them with bread and we we're going to start collaborating a lot more on how we can i guess showcase the bakery better in the restaurant and then they'll contribute through savory things in the in the bakery space Oh, cool. So that's kind of where we're going to next, um, creating more of a cafe space within the bakery. Yes, yeah, you, it was the building site when I first came to that back room, <laughs> yeah. and now it's like very kind of Scandi classroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that back room's a bit, it's a work in progress, so we're going to try and focus more on the front oh, area. Cool. So what made you want to come and work at Topless? Um, I think it was an opportunity to work in an environment that could be very creative um, the owners are very creatively driven um, so they want things to be constantly changing and evolving um, get to work with amazing producers and yeah it's like just again challenge myself in a different way because my baking background's mostly been wholesale mm-hmm. and I wanted to experience more of a retail so you actually space. get to see people eating your food a little bit more yeah maybe. yeah and also just the variety that comes with that and um wholesale is quite it's very much driven by um, routine and schedules that you kind of um, everyone has a system and a a flow Mm -hmm. Um, whereas I find with retail it's you have a lot of that but within in different um, it's almost like different sections I guess it's kind of set up like a kitchen environment yeah Um, and so it's managing all those different routines and sections within the bigger space it's a bit more challenging so you've got like, yeah, I guess it's more, um, yeah, lots more of smaller batches of things. As exactly. And I think with wholesale, it just become, it became quite taxing on my body as well. So, mm. I mean, you know, you're shaping hundreds of loads or hundreds of pastries a day. It's just, yeah. I used to work with a former baker and she said like the, the heft of the flour sacks, like lifting those into the mixes. Yeah. And then also the fact that she said she never got over the fact that she used to have to wake up at two in the morning. Like <laughs> yeah. She can she can never sleep like past four in the morning now. Yeah, that's because of that the problem for me too. Oh, no. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, it's, uh, so maybe not quite so romantic thing thinking about <laughs> starting a baking career. Um so do you, is there a favorite product that you make to actually eat yourself? Mm-hmm. I do love it. Well, we haven't. It's not on the menu yet because we've been developing them. But I do love a pan of chocolate. <laughs> I, yeah. it, what chocolate will you be using? Uh, Palm Street. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, is it a classic pan of chocolate? You're not like messing with it in any way. No, yeah, just a don't classic. mind it messing. It's fine. <laughs> no, we'll stick to the classic, and maybe I'll put some tweaks in it. You know, as we go. But yes, yeah, yeah let's see if it evolves into anything else. <laughs> and it, can people? So you're closed on Mondays, but. Um, through Tuesday to Sun, Tuesday to Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Tuesday to Saturday. So close Sunday Monday. It's Tuesday to Saturday. Is it the same products every day? Yes. Same type of product. Yes. Yeah. We tend to have a pretty set range. Sometimes, like weekly or every few weeks, we'll 
change one or two products. Um, I think with the new setup and us collaborating with the kitchen more that, you know, with, we'll have like a base range and then on top of that have things that evolve a bit more perhaps. So that's the idea, giving this, giving the bakery a bit more space because we won't have to do all the sandwich prep to, to kind of be able to do all the baking stuff. Yeah. One of the things that I understand about, that's special about Tacos is the citrus and also there's some other produce that you source really carefully yeah, as well um yeah we use some uh, grains from a farm called green acres farm um yeah, it's all sustainably grown grains um working with heritage grains as well and a few different varieties um one of which actually uh was recently they started putting into production and that hadn't been grown since just after world war one and they, they they're saying it's probably on par in terms of strength with canadian greens which is quite exciting oh wow and then we were one of the first people to get like a small batch of it to try out and then he then sends greens onto uh this watermill in wales called felinganel so it's an old restored watermill and they mill the grains for us so it's fantastic yeah because british um flowers much wheat is lower in protein right so in order to make most of british bread it needs the Canadian wheat, which is yeah, a lot of people blend. Um, there is more of a movement towards doing 100 percent um, whole meal and whole grain loaves. Uh, we haven't actually got to that point yet, but it is something I would like to explore more. I mean, there's so many benefits to it. So the, this kind of wheat is it more nutritious as well as being like better for the environment? Yes, I, I mean better for the environment because it's locally grown mm-hmm. and it's I guess considered in in that it's it's made for this environment um and then it is more nutritious because they're not using pesticides and you're using the whole grain so you're getting all that nutrition in and and obviously with sustainable farming they're considering the soil and the entire ecosystem so yeah I was reading about that I'm gonna um probably do a whole podcast about like the farming of wheat because I think it's yeah. Oh, it's fascinating. Lots of, yeah. lots of really interesting stuff really. coming in. Most of the podcast is kind of bakeries, desserts, like, so a lot of flour. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And chocolate things. <laughs> and so the flour is really special and also the citrus. Yes. So we've worked with a great producer in just outside Valencia. Um, it's almost like a collection of citrus is how he describes it. And it's a sixth generation, sixth generation family farm. Um I've never seen so many different types of citrus. We went on a, a outing as a team oh, amazing. Uh, to go and taste and learn about it. And we must have tasted about 80 different varieties. I'm not even joking. We all had like acid burns around our lips and stuff afterwards, but it was phenomenal. And wow. yeah. So we're the only ones in the UK that are bringing it into the UK. Mm-hmm. We're working with a few other restaurants to help them get some as well. Um, and so that's been great to just like have all that variety for the different pastries and be able to candy it and yeah it's been it's been good that sounds really cool well thank you I know you're at the end of your shift and I really appreciate you chatting with me I will be tasting some of the products soon so um, I'll be back uh thank you very much you're welcome I really appreciate it thanks so much for listening I really apologize again for the background noise I promised I would tell you a few other things that I tried this week that I think are worth adding to your list you might have seen on Instagram at The Next Delicious Thing and TikTok as well, the frozen custard that just arrived in Covent Garden. It's called Secret Nicky's. It's very refreshing. Like it's not, custard kind of makes you think something quite rich and indulgent, but they've upped the water, which um, makes it really kind of just perfect for summer. 
and perfect for when it is swirled on top of half-baked cookie dough, which is how I recommend having it. Not that I've had the other ways yet, but it was fabulous. I'm actually going to sit down with the owner, Harry, in a few weeks because he used to work for Street Feast. I think he has lots of interesting things to share, particularly if you are interested in starting a food business, especially if you think that starting like a street food business would be the best way into that. Harry used to select the businesses that went into street food market. He also used to coach them as well. So I think he has a lot of insight that would be useful in what it takes to be a success as one of those businesses. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on that. The other discovery I made at Cold Drops Yard is Dolly's Sticks by Dolly. And they are like little ice creams, but made of cake. And she also has cookies as well. And I am definitely going to go back to try more. She is fabulous. And I really recommend you go and visit her. You can also get her things online. Links to both of these will be in the show notes and at thenextdeliciousthing.com. Sign up there for emails, which will have the list arrive in your inbox every week. That's it for this episode. Make sure you've clicked subscribe so that you get notified when tomorrow's episode drops with Emma and Manon. I'll also be sharing that chat on YouTube. So if you're signed up to the newsletter email, then you'll get a link directly to that and it'll be in the link of the show notes tomorrow. So make sure you're subscribed. This week's chat with Janine is also on YouTube. Again, links in the show notes. Thanks so much. I will chat to you very, very soon. Until then, I wish you very happy and delicious eating.